cap. All facts. Here we go. Listen. I can move across the aisle, never think twice. Underground railroad got me trying to see the light. You can call a coach, Mr. Can't get right. Gotta lose the ego. Gotta let it take flight. Hey, welcome back to the Manology Project, where we are studying man. The man. The man. I am your host, Big Q. And today, guys, we are blessed to have Mr. <laughs> For Real himself. <laughs> Mr. For Real himself. For Mr. Real is Lenz. in the building. Berg Petway is in the building. And we're about to chop it up uh, on today. How was so, your day, big dog? It was great. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor again to just come and speak into men's lives and share our experiences so we can uh, continue the study of man. I know, right? And, uh, and and we said before on a few other episodes that we're in a crisis yeah. right now. Yeah, like, we are. Uh, the whole strength of man is starting to be bombarded. Yeah. Like yeah. we're in trouble. We're in trouble. We're in trouble when the, the um, cover GQ... <laughs> that's a whole nother topic <laughs> you know when the cover of gq we're in trouble we're in trouble yeah. we're in trouble when we see and stuff you know starting to actually play more into setting us up to be more on the feminine side right. than on the masculinity side it's starting to be some trouble it's in trouble but we're gonna say that one for another that's day. another day yeah but today today we are about to get into something a little bit deep here so yes. me and when lynn's Lynn, are both fathers, or are we dads? That is the question. That's the question right Are you there. a father? Are you a father? Are you a dad? So we looked it up to find out what the definition is. So we found out there's a big difference between what a father is and what a dad is. Yes. Okay, so they said that a father is someone who really believes that just by donating his sperm for creation, he has done his duty in life. <laughs> we have a lot of donors. We got a lot. <laughs> this world is full of donors. Exactly. So then we find out that a dad is someone who gets up every day, every day. and put that work in. Yes. Making sure that people got the roof. Right. Over their head, clothes on their back, food. and straight up food on Everything. the table. Yes. So I consider myself a dad. You are a great dad, Q. Yes, you are a dad. And I oblige <laughs> you back, my man, that you are a great dad. Okay? Right. Uh, let's just start off by just talking about you and uh, what has just accomplished over into your family with your son. Uh, jumping on over into the big, jumping on over. big teenage world. Yeah, uh, so a um, couple months ago, actually September 7th, which was my birthday, right? we gave a party to my son because he was turning 14. And probably about a year ago, two years ago, uh, God gave to me that for my three sons, when they turn 14, to give them a transition. And as a, being a former educator, um, that transition from middle school mm-hmm. to high school is a challenge. Right. And that transition from 13 to 14 is major. Right, right. Because you're leaving one building, going into another building, and you're leaving another perspective of life and right. walking into another one. Yeah. So I had an idea to gather the, some positive men to speak into his life. So we had... S- 
about six to seven men. I think it was about seven. Yeah. Ages from 28 up to 65. Different aspects of life. Different people who he looks up to. Yeah. Um, A couple that he didn't have relationship with, but based upon my relationship with them and his mother's relationship, Mm -hmm. they came and and spoke into his life. And you were one of those men. I was. Mm -hmm. And I listen, I really appreciate uh, to be even be viewed as someone who can actually have your blessing to be able to speak. Yes. Some encouraging things into your son. Uh, That really meant a lot uh, because. You never know how good of a dad you are right? <laughs> until another dad looks at you and says, hey, I like what you're doing, and I right. want you to say something over here to my son, to my and son. I give you permission. Uh, to." And that's the, probably the biggest thing with that, getting permission from you to be able to actually provide some words of encouragement yeah. to him. That was a great thing uh, And not to just the dad portion of it, but the man portion of it. Right, right. Um, too many negative examples are out there mm-hmm. that our kids see um, from rap to the social uh, media gurus. Oh, man. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook is tearing us up. Um, <laughs> in the world of entertainment. Right. Um, and some athletes, we have to kind of um, answer the questions of, or oh, dad, why? Right. Know? Antonio Brown with all that situation. And, you know, our kids are athletes, so exactly they they ask those questions why. Right. Um, and it goes into deeper things mm-hmm. we won't talk mm-hmm. about now. But the goal was to just get some people to speak into his life and explain to him what he was about to step into. Yeah. And we had flyers. Yeah. Um, and the flyer was um, transition from the transition from boyhood to manhood. Yeah. And yeah. we used the scripture when I was a child. Right. I, I, I thought, spake, I, right. I thought and spake, spake as a child. Yeah. Yeah. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. I hope you fellas out there hear that. You uh, got to put, put the, away the, some childish, childish things. Yeah. Can't be yeah. Childish. Right. Proverbs also say, how long are you going to be simple? <laughs> right. <laughs> it does ask that question. Like, right. how long are you going to tarry in this foolishness? Right. You just don't want to do that. So it was great, man. You guys spoke into his life and, um, then at the end, I spoke. My father died when I was two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my memory of him was a picture that I brought out and I shared with you guys. Which was very touching. Yeah. To throw that at us like that. Just right. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and that picture was, was special because it was drawn by one of my father's best friends. Yeah. The next day after the funeral. Mm-hmm. And he gave it to my mom and it was for me. And he said, I want to give um, little Lynn something to remember his dad by. Yeah. And at, when I went to college, it was up. And I was an educator. It was up in my office. He was always watching over me. So that picture has um, great meaning. Yeah. So when I brought it out, I didn't know I was going to get the. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It like hit everybody. We like, really, Lynn? Like right now? <laughs> You know how I am. I know. You know some That's people I, think I'm just the sternest, meanest guy in the world, but I, I you know, I can laugh as you can see. Oh yeah, and, for sure. For and sure. I got choked up because um, I explained to him and his brothers by default. Right. The reason why I go so hard is because my father wasn't there. One to give me an example. Right. On how to do it. Um, right. 
my dad wasn't there to coach me through some things. Right. So, you know, and I, I kind of maybe apologize if I go too hard, you know. Right. I'm still learning. Right. But um, here was the blessing in it. Mm-hmm. My son said one of his friends who was there mm-hmm. recorded it. And at the end, when we was packing everything up, he said, Dad, um, I can't. James said that he recorded this and he felt bad how he was treating his, his dad, his father. Whoa. Because, um, you know, some of the things he was doing. And since you didn't have a father, he felt like if he was going down that road again, he would list listen to that video, watch that video, right. and think about the importance of having a father or a dad. Right. The key word, a dad, right, in his life. So I think that was, the party was great, but I think that was the blessing in it. Yeah, um, and also, what that's, I like you to even hear that, because basically, um, the dad part is like actually having someone actually look at uh, to recognize that they could have been better. Yes. And this was a little guy. It was like, a little guy. Like this wasn't even like, you know, someone who was like in their 20s or right. 30s. This is someone who was small uh, in age, uh, but it was able yeah. to actually see to that. see the, the wow, relevance. That, of yeah, it. the relevance of, man, my dad is really not that yeah. bad. Like, this guy goes hard in the paint. Right, exactly. And just because he's doing it doesn't mean that he doesn't love me. Mm-hmm. It just means that he wants the best for me. Right. And the men that I had there were men that I looked up to, that I respected, yeah. such as you. Uh, Mr. Jamie Brooks, he was my assistant principal when I was a principal. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Elder David Scott, who was one of my ministers and uh, one of my spiritual fathers and guidance. Mm-hmm. And he always supports me. And um, then it was a young man that I mentored. I coached yeah, him. Yeah, I like that, too. I like that you brought had somebody there that right. you actually impacted yourself. And yeah. I didn't know I had the impact in that guy's life the way I did. And uh, he simply said, Coach, you were the one that treated us with respect. Yeah. You didn't use profanity. Right. You stressed your point. You were always matching. Right. <laughs> you pulled up in the coolest cars. <laughs> you never know what. You never know. You never know. And to uh, this day, he said, the reason why I work out so because he's a big dude. He was a big dude. And uh, he said, the reason why I go so hard in the paint is because of your influence. And uh, that right there was like, that's why I had to have him there. Yeah. To speak into uh, Lynn. Linsberg, yep. um, because before Lynn was born, I was sowing seeds into other people. Right. Yeah. And see, that's the part I look at. So when we're looking at the difference between the father and the dad, um, there since there is a big difference between the two, um, we really, you know, this podcast was really put together uh, so that we can speak to the extremely large bridge between fathers and dads definitely and and to help those young guys that are are in that father position understand that it's never too late to step up into a dad position uh you don't necessarily have to marry a woman uh if that's not your issue to actually be a dad to your child and uh being able to put time in you know making sure that that child is actually fully supported Mm -hmm. with funds so let me ask you this if you had to give the qualities and you said the guys might need to step up and not be. How do I become a dad, Q? How do how do I step into the dad role? I'm a father um, now because this is my child. But right. how do I step up to be the, that dad? Uh, first thing I'm going to say is this: uh, maturity. Sure. Um, as first as dropping the immaturity act uh, of not 
um, wanting to be there for the young lady and making it all about her right. and him. Uh, once you can actually drop that immaturity piece and understand that uh, the, the relationship between you two have nothing to do with that child that came into this world and that there is a direct responsibility as a father to go to becoming a dad. Yes. So, and understanding that responsibility means that, yes, you're going to have to put some money into that young lady's hand to make sure that your child is taken care of over there. Yes, so you got to put some money in there. You have to put some money in there despite all of the foolishness. Mm -hmm. Uh, And don't get me wrong, if the young lady is not able to uh, achieve those uh, things, then you're going to have to step up on your end. you got to do your part. So first thing I'm talking about is mature. Get mature really quick. Mm-hmm. That child should bring some maturity. It does kind of, you know, shake things up. But maturity is the first thing. And then a consistency. Consistency. Maturity. Maturity. Consistency. Then and write become, these things down. Right. <laughs> then you want to become very consistent at being a dad mm-hmm. and understanding and covering all those grounds. So my child must have a roof over their head. They must have food. They yes. must have clothes on their back. And then they need an example. So when you when you're when you become mature and then you got that consistency, you're automatically becoming someone that they can look up yes. to. So that's whether you're in the home or not. Right. So, so maturity, maturity, consistency, consistency, and then mm-hmm. faithfulness. Faithfulness. Now listen, you said listen. faithfulness. <laughs> faithfulness to the understanding of learning. Learning. Mm. So that's one of the L's. That's, that's the L listen, for real. Yeah. <laughs> learning from your lessons. Learning yes. from every lesson to become better. Right. Uh, and, and and I like you even said it uh, when you were talking about your uh, about Lindsberg, which is, man, dude, I might not always get it right, but I'm in a learning process every day uh, yes. because my my dad uh, was not there to help me navigate to through. navigate through that. Uh, so. In this this fourteen year old stage, yeah, and I, I'm like, I'm baffled. <laughs> like, what is it? <laughs> what is this? You know, you're like a new dude, right? <laughs> you're like a total. Listen, I got a fifteen year old. I know it's like a whole different guy. You know, does it get better from fourteen to fifteen? Uh, yes, it does because of your learning. Okay, there it See, is again. It's learning. Man, it's like literally learn. sitting down with him and then learning who he is, learning his behaviors, yes, uh, and continue to reinforce the fact that. If I don't, if I'm not this guy, you would not become who I need you to be exactly. or who God wants you to be. So, you know, we always got the natural part of us that has to be successful. And then th- the purpose behind all life is God's work. Definitely. So definitely. we're pushing these things. So those are my probably my major. Those are the three major things. Let's uh, recap that. Maturity, so we have maturity, which should walk us into some consistency right. and then a faithfulness of learning from our mistakes yes. or uh, not even from mistakes only, but actually putting ourselves in position to know more, to know more. Okay. Like, don't be afraid. You know, men are, you know, how we are, man. We're so macho. It's like, right. <laughs> we don't want nobody to tell us absolutely nothing. nothing. So now we both mentor, right. but on two totally different mm-hmm. spectrums. Right. So you exactly. have the young fellas. So you got guys that are going to be becoming of age and then probably get dropped off into my camp because, right. I deal with mostly older guys, okay. so from the ages so of. So, just to clarify, your age group is my age group is from about twenty twenty five to uh, a <coughs> until to now. Until now, <laughs> it's like I'm 
44. And right. so I have guys that are up into the 30s okay. uh, who are married or not married. Um, but I told all of these guys, I got about 10 guys right mm-hmm. now. Uh, we started off with four, and now we're at about 10. Uh, and I told these young guys, I said, you are a very, you don't know how strong of a man you are when you reach out to get help from yes, another man. From another man. Um, <laughs> when you can put yourself in a position where you feel comfortable enough to ask someone for help, um, that not only helps you, but it helps the other person. Right. Because that's encouragement for what they're doing. Right. And they're in a position where they want to share more. Right. Um, you're mentoring 25 and up. Uh, I start at third grade, third and fifth grade, really third grade to oldest young man I have now, <laughs> Matthias <Right>. Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> He's 28, but I have a couple young men that are still in college playing football. Okay. Um, and when they come home, I uh, still train them and get with them. I send them daily messages. Okay, that's good. Motivation videos. You know, because I know they're busy. Right. But um, what you describe, maturity, consistency, and faithfulness, really are the definitions of being a man. Right. You know, if you step into your manhood, right. you know, those are some qualities that really um, shine a light on being a man. So I think Dean, that dad kind of transition, you have to be a man first. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I say we're such in a crisis right now because they're trying to redefine what a man what is. What a man is, right. And so when you when you mess around with the way that God developed and, de- and built us, right. and you're trying to redefine what a man is, what you start doing is you start tapping into the, the authority that God gave given men it, right. and not whatever they're trying to change us into. Right. So there's no authority in this other new guy. Right. <laughs> this <laughs> less one, masculine right. guy. Right. There's no authority in it. Nobody right. uh that's a buddy buddy with the ladies. It's a right. it's a different you know, this whole this whole era right now is changing that yeah. game up. Uh and the thing is that if you notice a lot of the commentary around ladies is that they really want they want a guy to yeah. step up and and be to a dad be that man or or carry that authority in the home mm-hmm. no matter how strong or whatever they're doing they they really want a man yeah. to carry some type of strong authority uh for leadership for in leadership. the home not yeah. brawl beating people over like, no no not at I, all i don't want anybody to think that i'm talking about you know mishandling guys who mishandle authority I'm no. about guys who actually understand what that authority does for the home right and what it does for those kids and what it does for the wife. And what it does for the community. And I mean, what it does for the com- community. Talk about that. Give us some on that it, community piece. The community piece is so necessary now. Oh, and boy. that's the reason why I have stepped into the school system as, as, as a mentor. Because if they don't have the example right. in the home, because the father came and he left, and now <laughs> right. the mom is there, and she's trying to take care of the the children. Right. At the same time, she's trying. She's trying to work and provide for the household. Right. And you know, the severity of having two incomes. Right. Okay. Uh, when you have one income and you want to provide for your son who wants to play football, he wants to do all of these extra um, credit things, right? Curricular things. Right. It could become 
financially taxing. Right. It and, can. And, and those, as we've seen with our sons, they need those. They do. They need those things so they could be, uh, can develop into who they're called to be. Yeah. Um, but the community piece is so necessary because our education is lacking. Right. You know? It is. Um, just the examples of how to interact with each other. Uh, and we're talking about specifically black men. Right. I'm not a threat to you. Right. You know, there's no competition. You right. Know, you're it my should. brother. Right. We how can be. I assist you and right. help you become right. stronger? Right. Um, so th- that's very necessary. And when you, I heard, a, I was listening to the podcast <clears throat> a couple of days ago. And uh, he was kind of straightforward and graphic with it. <laughs> but his statement was, how can you remove the man from the community and expect for the female to be able to sustain and continue to raise another man so he can know what to do and how to do it right? Um, when he becomes a father right. and, and transitions to a dad. Yeah. You know, I was raised in a single um, mother house, single parent household due to my father dying, like I said, when I was two. But my examples came from um, Christian leaders and mainly coaches, you know. Yeah. I mean, that kind of goes back to you said about being able to put our kids into some type of sports. If you're a single mom, I always suggest that you, you find a really good coach, someone who has some um, – some very good reviews, uh, some other people who've kids who've been under them and has been uh, other single parents, single mom or dad. Yes. Uh, but has found another source of uh, someone to be able to lean on. Yeah. Uh, because this whole thing is this. This is my favorite phrase, which is that we really have no actual manual on the, <laughs> on the day-to-day activities. No. So uh, we're both Christians. So the Bible gives us tons of spiritual and it has some natural things that you have to do but like you said it's like okay so they're 15 right okay so now what do we do so it's like they're 15 in 2019 2019 so you're waking up yeah so they're open up to so many different things that we didn't have access to we didn't right we didn't have none of that it was a you know and then our community back then was was a true community uh today you have if you're a single mom or a single father and someone wants to try to help you today, you get the opposite effect, which right. is leave my kids alone. Yeah. But our society is suffering. Yeah. You want to say something to the child. You want to say something like at least let me I'm going to give you a story. I was remember being at the YMCA one day and I'm coming out and this little guy's probably about like seven or eight. And um, his mom is trying to get they went swimming. So the mom is trying to get the kids, his sister's coat on and stuff. Right. Uh, so the little guy just takes off running. And the mom is like, yo, you know, stop, 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 stop. And he's like, no, no, don't tell me what to do. Oh. So he's running out the door. So me and my son are coming in the door. And the guy's like running right at me. And I can see the mom trying to help the young lady, mm-hmm. her daughter, and then trying to get the young guy. Right. So being the dad <laughs> that I am, <laughs> I grabbed the dude by the coat and I marched him back to his mom. And I'm talking, yes, I did. Yes. Old school style, like right. the shoulder up in the air. Right. So I got this dude hemmed up. <laughs> and uh, the young lady was a, uh, was a white family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't know how I was going to, you know. Right. Re- be received. Be received because, right. uh, but the only thing that kicked into me is my the dad. That dad part of me with a boy, which is 
uh, yeah. dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? So I grabbed him, took him back to her, and I was very impressed that when I when I got over there, the lady said, "Thank you so much. <laughs> I just don't know what to do with him." Uh, he just keeps running around like literally she's like pouring her heart out yeah. about you her say, son. give me give me to me for a week. and i did i told her i was like <laughs> listen i know you don't know me but if you gave me one week i said i could send that guy back over right i said he'd be ready to rock and roll up, right. and the thing is that he stood there i told him to stand here right next to his mother and don't move he did not move i walked right out i was in the me and Q playing ball, and he's steady just waiting next to his mom. He's He kept looking in there at me like, <laughs> See, where is this guy coming from? <laughs> and what it is is that that's the impact. So when yes. we're talking about that transitional piece between the you know this culture messing with our masculinity, yeah. is that it's a certain amount of authority that men yeah, definitely. have. If and I'm at McDonald's back in the day, if it was an older man inside of a place, you didn't walk in there cussing and stuff no, like that. No, no, no. You look at him because you didn't really know. Right. It's like, even if he don't even know you back then, they would look at you and be like, shut your mouth. Yeah. Like, you don't even know what those words But mean. we were taught to respect we, our, uh, our elders. You know, I was talking to my wife on the way here. We were just discussing some things. And I was like, you know, we have always, well, I was raised in the mindset, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Right. Yes, sir. No, sir. I was talking to a guy at work. And he was like, oh, man, that's old school. I said, <laughs> I, but I talked to my kids, just like you right. just asked your son to do something. Right. Keyword, you asked your son to do something. And when you could have told him. Right. And there's a time and place to tell. It is. And there's a time and place to ask. Yep. And then at the end of your request, you said, thank you, sir. Yeah. And that's the same thing I did with my students before I got married and had kids and the same things I do with my kids. And it's the level of response that you get when you're right. dealing with people, when you address them like that. And it's those are the old school principles that need to be taught right. uh, from the dad. And if the dad is not there, from the, uh, the coach, the, the uncle, those are the things that need to be taught. So... When you're in positions, you can be successful. And unfortunately, when we wear uh, our costume every day, <laughs> our superhero costume, right, right. we have to act accordingly sometimes. And just a quick story. I remember I was at Macy's years ago, and um, I had on a black hoodie and some jogging pants, right? So I'm walking through, looking at some ties and shirts, and I'm getting looked at. Very strangely, by the sales associate, right? It didn't match, huh? <laughs> like, what is this guy doing, you know? <laughs> and um, they were of another nationality. Um, so still very leery of who I am, what I'm doing. Right, right, right. So when I took the certain ties up there, she complimented me on the um, the combinations. You know, these mm -hmm. are nice. I said, okay. And um, the next question was, and as she was asking me, I was like, no, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know, she's like, oh, well, you got a job interview? <laughs> I said, no, I'm an I'm a educator. Really? What do you teach? Oh, I'm a principal. Oh, really? Right. And then just the conversation and the facial expression oh, was I'm like, sure it was... wow, I didn't know that. Right. right. Not with this hoodie on, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but again, how you present yourself. Right. What they saw mm -hmm. still didn't match. Right. When I begin to speak, right. and it was the simplest thing, no, ma'am, yes, ma'am, 
right. and, and then the conversation. So um, just those little key points, right. you know, go yep. back to yeah, getting being them. a man. Right. And that's the thing I like that you're part of the young generation for mentoring and bringing that type of mentality back because right. a lot of those kids, um, if you don't have anyone that's stressing that, no, um, it really kind of gets slipped out right out the window. Yeah. Uh, and as men, I think that if you know if you are a dad, you have to take care of your kids. Um, and when we're talking about kids, you know, this is a man's show. So even <laughs> with ladies listening and stuff, we really want to help out on those the men part of this. Uh, because ladies What's can up? relate to young ladies. Yes. So it's so easy to be able to navigate around that, even if you don't even know everything that you need to know, mm-hmm. it's still woman on woman. So you can yeah. still kind of navigate around that. But when it comes to uh, being a single mom and then navigating around a son, uh, it gets very tricky because women are, you know, mothers are nurturers. Yeah. I mean, even our relationship, think about how many conversations we have had with our wives about a response that they got. Right. But then... When we address the situation, it's a whole no, di- dad, I it's a whole different, it's a whole part. different perspective. Yeah, it's just, know? and that's the part about that authority, um, and that's why it's important as fathers who feel that you know, you know, putting that pressure on the woman and really missing the whole point of the child needs you. Yes, for the society to get stronger, the, those the, the child needs you, like. You have got to be able to step past the fact that you and this young lady can't vibe, mm-hmm. you know. If that's the case, yeah, if that's definitely. the case, uh, p- pay your child support on time. Right. Don't 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 hold that as a as something that's negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, that child needs something, and like I was saying, if uh, I grew up that way, my mom and dad got divorced when I was ten. Okay, so my father had to pay child support, and in the beginning, it was. I gave your mama money and it was, <laughs> he missed a point. Right. Like he was missing the dad point, which the is portion of it, yeah. uh, no matter what you gave her, you still have a direct responsibility. Yeah. Uh, what you gave her, dude, only did like a small portion of what would happen if you guys were still together. Two incomes. Yeah. Definitely. Two incomes. You right. spoke about that. And uh, now that I've been married forever, you know, 21 <laughs> years, it's like, you know, uh, I call and joke with my dad now because we're like best friends now. But I joke with him. I just tell him, I say, listen, I got gypped. Right. You owe me something. You owe me something. <laughs> you owe You're me something. Just so into your grandkids. Right. Just, like. And that's literally what I told him. I said, you know what, dad? I said, take all of that and put it in your grandkids. And I will tell you guys that my dad has and continues to do that. Yes, he's he flying does. to California. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't miss a birthday, uh, yeah. basketball. I mean, he's like I said, California, he's catching right. plays. And and that's great. I mean, when you think about, you know, what you said and as a young person, I'm sure you had a different perspective. Yep. And you fast forward 34 years or th- 30 years yeah. to now. Right. And to see that there's still benefit in it because, as you said at the beginning, it's never too late. It's never too late to become a dad. Yep. So check this out. We are at our marker, okay? What we want you guys to do is to like, subscribe to the to uh, to the podcast. Yes. We want you guys to share, 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 share. We want to get this podcast into as many uh, fathers' hands, dad hands, single Men. mothers. Yes. Uh, we really want to start taking and changing our thought process around 
what a man is supposed to be, how is he supposed to be, what is he supposed to look like, and how is he supposed to speak. So we're going to be dropping uh, these podcasts probably every, I'm thinking like every Thursday. You probably catch it on. Uh, but we definitely want you guys to share. This is your boy Q, your boy Mr. For Real, Big Land, and we out. Face facts always rise just to tell the truth. Be real, you ain't never had to shoot the steel. Be real, come clean, you never had the deal. Be real, fighting when you talking popping pills. Be real, you scream for they even offer a deal. Be real, you and your date need to split the bill. You be dead broke, living like you make a meal. Hard to cap you doing, yo, you really need to chill. Cause the only way to Live is to really be real, yeah.